Monday night, May 6th at the Hyatt Regency in San Francisco. You're invited to join athletes and celebs at the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame Enshrinement Dinner. Be there to celebrate this year's class featuring Olympic swimmer Jenny Thompson, San Jose Earthquakes legend Chris Wondolowski, Niners Super Bowl hero John Taylor, Sharks icon Patrick Marlowe, and the architect of the Giants dynasty, Brian Sabian. Be a part of this star-studded evening benefiting Special Olympics Northern California. To purchase tickets, visit Bayshoff.org. That's B-A-S-H-O-F.org. The San Jose Sharks Radio Network presents The Teal Report. Here's Dan Rusinowski. The Sharks travel to Glendale, Arizona for the first of a two-game set against the Arizona Coyotes. We'll have the broadcast at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time on the Sharks Audio Network. San Jose has won two important games in a row against the Los Angeles Kings, and they need to keep that momentum going against another team, the Coyotes, whom they're fighting with in the battle to get closer to a playoff spot. One major concern for the Sharks at the end of the last game against the Kings was when Captain Logan Couture was shaken up after being high-sticked by Jeff Carter. There goes the goaltender, Cal Peterson, and there's an open net for LeBanc, and he teed it up and has to circle back. Long pass to center. Couture shoots wide of the empty net. And Logan Couture is chopped out of the ice. And that is causing an injury. Logan Couture is grabbing out of his wrist and he is in pain. Here comes Ray Tufts. I, I'm not sure what happened there. I was, I was focused on the puck on the back. Jeff Carter just basically, did he elbow him? He just knocked down Logan Couture. I thought he was grabbing onto his wrist, but Logan is really shaken up, and he is grabbing his mouth now. You never like to see this. Oh, no. Anybody laying on the ice, and just the way he's laying on the ice, it's just... Carter kind of looks a little bit baffled, too. I'm not sure if he hit his head on the way, on, on the way down or what happened. And he's up. He's up, and he's see. he's under his own power, and is being helped off the. Uh, you know, he's not being helped off the ice. He's under his own power, coming off, but clearly in pain, heading off. This morning, Logan gave us an idea from his perspective as to what happened. Ah, uh, yeah, um, he kind of caught me with his butt end in the jaw, and uh, uh, my neck and back just locked up on me. And, uh, it was kind of scary at first on the ice. I don't know if I could, uh, couldn't really move my neck at first, but um, it took a few seconds and I was able to, to move. So all good. Couture told us when he started to feel better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Once I got into the uh, training room and um, the uh, Razor just looked at me and asked me a few questions. And I said I was I was fine. And it wasn't my head. Um, it was just my neck was really stiff. It still is um, right now. But uh, yeah, I figured I'd be, uh, be okay. Neither Couture nor Coach Bob Bugner thought that it was an intentional act by Jeff Carter. Bugner gave us his own analysis today. No, I, you know, he's been around for a while and he's not known to be a dirty player by any means. I think that, uh, you know, I think it was more of the stick getting up in that situation. I don't think it was, uh, you know, a message being sent or anything like that. I just think it was... Uh, um, just a collision at center ice that uh, it's definitely a penalty. I'm not sure if it, uh, um, you, you know, if it should be more than just the two minutes. That's not my decision, of course. But uh, stick to get high. But no, I don't think it was intentional. While everyone in Sharks camp seems to be positive that Couture will be available to play tonight, there's always the chance that he might not be. Here's what Coach Bugner said he'll do in that event. 
Well, we'll probably have to obviously throw another centerman. So we have Hanamark as an option. And, uh, um, you know, we've uh, uh, we've called uh, Veeler up and, and uh, um, you know, there's some other options that we can go with. Uh, but right now, as it looks, it would probably be Hanamark. But I'm hoping uh, my fingers are crossed. I think Coochie's going to be fine. All in all, the game against the Kings on Wednesday was a really big win for Sharks hockey. Let's review. As always, it was a typical Sharks-Kings game. L.A. kind of punching ahead, then the Sharks punching back. No real fights in the game, but it was a battle from start to finish and great goaltending from the very beginning of the game. You could tell, Scott Hannon, that Martin Jones was going to have a special night. Yeah, Martin Jones was on top. You could tell by the way he was he was aggressive. He was at the top of his paint. Really had some good pushes on an early one. He had a shot, I remember, from... The left, right side of him from one timer on Brown, and he was right over on top of that shot. So you could tell he was on his game right from the start. And the San Jose Sharks would take the one to nothing lead early in the second period after a scoreless first, and it would be Rudolph's Balsers getting credit for the goal. Face off, Gambrell got it, but the LA Kings grab the puck, and McDermott fires it out of the zone. Moore one-on-one -on -one against Shemek going into the zone. The pair come together in the corner. Left side of Jones. Sharks come up with a puck. And here comes Balsers. Nice exchange with Gambrell. A lead on the left for Sorensen in front. Balsers shoots. Star! Great give and go. Sorensen and Balsers. And Rudolph's Balsers finishes it off by dumping the puck into the net with a flick of the stick and a fist pump. The Sharks lead 1-0 at 2.14 of the second period. That was a great goal by Rudolph's Balsers, his third of the season, assisted by Marcus Sorensen and Dylan Gambrell. And while that was a nice little give-and-go between Sorensen and Balsers to finish it off, Gambrell was a huge part of that goal. Yeah, I really liked his little give-and-go with Balsers in the middle because if he doesn't get that puck right back to Balsers, McDermott was stepping really quickly, and he caught McDermott on his crossover, which allowed Balsers to get in on that two-on-one. So great play by them and great play by Sorensen as well. The Kings fought back with a couple of chances, but Martin Jones kept it out of the net. And then at 13.39 of the second period, it was time for Brent Burns to show some heroics with Evander Kane. Knocked it free. Sharks get it out. They've got a four-man attack here if they hurry. Down the right, LeBanc. Cross the line. Drop pass. Burns. Lead pass. Kane. Shoot. Star! Evander Kane. A brilliant finish. What vision by Brent Burns to get that drop and spot him breaking down the left wing. A perfect pass by Burns. A beautiful finish by Kane. The Sharks are on top. 2-0. You know, that was the move of the game right there from S&M moving. Quality in every move you make. We had a couple of other candidates for that that we discussed earlier in the night. But what a job by Brent Burns to have that vision and the pass was just sweet. Yeah, I, I like it. There was so much on that little play there. Logan Couture, we talk about it, the little things that those guys do. He drove the net, which created that seam. Brent Burns had to find it, had to see it, and he made that pass. But if Logan Couture doesn't cut there, that play doesn't happen. But then Kane on the great finish. He waited Cal Peterson out, put that right up top. Excellent play all the way down the line. So it was 2-0 Sharks at that point. But as is typical between the Sharks and Los Angeles, you knew the Kings were not going to die fighting here. They were going to come back in this game and give it an effort. And in fact, they did. In the waning seconds of the second period, it would be Alex Ayafato that got credit. Face-off drop. Kopitar wins the draw. Final seconds of the second. Dowdy moves in. Perfect drop. Pass fed in front. The tip score! Ayafato tips that brown pass, and the Kings are on the board with 12.4 seconds to go in the second. And I got to hand it to him. That was a pretty goal. 
It was, and it was created by Drew Doughty's set play back to Dustin Brown. Brown wasn't even trying to skate anywhere because it was designed to have it sent to the front of the net, and Ayafato tipped it in. Yeah, Todd McCollin, by far, I know that that's a set play. We'll see what he would say, but, uh, you know, it drawn up just like that. He had two options. He made the one Ayafato with a great tip. So that gave the Kings some life at the end of the second period. You know, you go to the dressing room, you're down 2 nothing. things aren't going well, Jones seems impenetrable, and then you find a way to score on a beautiful goal like that, so you figure that L.A. would be coming out like gangbusters in the third. But the exact opposite would occur as the Sharks would push back on the opening play of the second period. Couture to the point. Burns, cross-ice, Ferraro, shot, score! Ferraro shoots it from the point, and the Sharks are up 3-1 to one to start the third period. That was Evander Kane chipping that shot on its way in. Just got a little glance on it, but good job by Ferraro to put it toward the net. Brent Burns getting his second assist. Ferraro the primary helper on Kane's second goal of the game and 14th of the year, and that had to be a dagger into the hearts of L.A. at that point. Yeah, for sure, because you know I'm not going to say it looks like a nothing play because any shot from the point can go in, but just a little D to D, but Kane parks himself in front and gets a great tip, ends up beating Cal Peterson, and you thought that that was the end of it. So it was 3-1 to one Sharks at that point, and it got even worse. Maybe L.A. was back on its heels after giving up that goal because a minute and 22 seconds later, Tomas Hurdle was in front of the net and made this play. Here comes Hurdle, twisting into the offensive zone, shoots, tip star! Meyer was driving the net, and he might have deflected it. Athanasiu was defending against Meyer, and the Sharks now have a 4-1 to one edge. That was a great goal. Tomas Hurdle did get credit for it. Apparently, he must have gone off the defensive player. Hurdle, his ninth goal of the season from Vlasic and Shimek. And again, the guy driving down the center lane doesn't get an assist on that, but Meyer deserves credit. He creates that whole play, creates that lane for, for uh, you know, Thomas Hurdle to be able to make that strong move to the middle because if he doesn't do that, he's running into a player. So again, it's that middle lane drive, and Thomas Hurdle with that powerful move ends up fine in the back of the net. Once again, give Los Angeles credit for not folding the tent and going home. In fact, they would get the next goal at 4:27, and here it is. Here's a pass to the point man. Here comes Dowdy moving in. One on O. In front, they score. Martin Jones challenged on Dowdy, and Dowdy slipped it underneath him, and there was a seam there for Kempe to bang it into an open net. And so hold on to your hats, folks. It's a 4-2 game now with San Jose in the lead. Let me tell you something. That play by Drew Doughty was as good as any of the other ones tonight. Yeah, that was elite. The, the fact that he was just waiting, the, you know, drawing the winger out because he knew he was going to pass that in, jump by him, gets that feed pass, and then the pass he had to poke just a little bit. So he popped it a little bit up in the air over the next stick of the next forward, around, and then went backhand, forehand to the front of the net and kind of lost the puck there, but he got it there, and then Kempe was able to get the goal. So Kempe's 12th from Doughty and Gabe Velarde, who fed the puck nicely over to Doughty to get that play started. That would be the final scoring of the game. But when you are outshot 44-28 by the visiting team, you have to take a look at something that the goaltender did tonight. And how about this save by Martin Jones on Jarrett Anderson Dolan with about... 14-12 to play. Anderson the shot. It gets to the goal. Save made. Big rebound. A big stop for Martin Jones off Anderson Dolan. And the Sharks gobble it up and skate one out. That was only one save that he made, but he made so many like that. And again, Martin Jones is in a zone right now. And we have been told that it's the first time that a Sharks goaltender has made 40 saves or more in consecutive games since Arturs Urbe did it back in the 1990s. That's amazing. 
really is. Because usually when you give up that many shots, obviously you don't think the team the team's playing that well. But again, I think the Sharks played well. Obviously, LA Kings threw a lot at the rubber at the net, but Jones was there to stop it. Really on top of his game, you know, especially there in the third. Final score: of the Sharks four and the Kings two. San Jose sweeps the mini series. That's it for our Sharks instant replay. The Teal Report will continue in just a moment after this timeout on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. Jack Daniels has always made whiskey, and if they had it their way, they always will. But there's one thing Jack can't make more of, moments. Those are on us to create. You see, friends, we only get one shot at this crazy ride, so let's make sure we're making the most of every moment. So whether today's the day you're trying that thing you've always wanted to do or just going to sip a glass of Jack with your San Jose Sharks, don't let a single moment go to waste. Make it count. Jack Daniels. Tennessee whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume. Jack Daniels, Distillery, Lynchburg, Tennessee. Jack Daniels, Old Number 7, Registered Trademarks. 2020 Jack Daniels, all rights reserved. The future of car buying is here. Hey, it's Shondell Grant of the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Oak Tree Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. And I'm proud to present No Brainer Checkout. Shop online, buy online. Get loan pre-approval. Customize your payments from start to finish. The entire car buying process is all online. No-brainer checkout exclusively from the Bay Area DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Termites, rodents, and other pests never rest. Luckily, neither does Planet Orange. Think you may have a pest problem? Call 1-800-7-ORANGE for a free termite inspection or general pest consultation from our licensed professionals. Planet Orange is an innovator in effective, eco-friendly pest control methods. They'll customize each program for your needs using the most eco-friendly solution available. So don't wait. Call 1-800-7-ORANGE. That's 1-800-767-2643. Or go to planetorange.com and get started today. Planet Orange. Orange, you glad you called? The Hilton San Jose is the preferred hotel of the San Jose Sharks and SAP Center in San Jose. Experience something new. Close to home or from across the world, the Hilton San Jose is there for you with memorable offers and experiences. Enjoy the brand new guest rooms with luxurious Waldorf Astoria beds and upgraded amenities. We're committed to creating a safe and relaxing experience, including delivering an even cleaner stay from check-in to check-out. Visit sanjose.hilton.com now to make your reservation. We are Hilton. We are hospitality. At Floor and Decor, we know pro. As your one-stop source, we deliver everyday savings on over a million square feet of in-stock flooring, tools, and installation materials. See how our flooring experts can help save you time and money with our best-in-class selection at rock-bottom prices. And with pro-level benefits like our dedicated pro service team, pro hotline, free 14-day storage, and unbeatable pro-loyalty program, you get what you need, when you need it, where you need it. Come discover Floor and Decor, where we know pro. One change to the Sharks' bench for tonight's game in Arizona. John Madden, hired as an assistant coach at the beginning of the year, has had his immigration paperwork finalized. And so he will be behind the bench for the very first time this year with Mike Ricci, who filled in ably, going up to be the eye in the sky upstairs. Head coach Bob Bugner says it's nice to get things resolved. Yeah, the poor guy, he's been waiting a long time for it. And, you know, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to help me as well. And I think it's going to give the players a little bit of a different look too, which I think is going to be exciting. That's it for the Teal Report for today. Join us at 6.30 for the broadcast. Reporting from Arizona, I'm Dan Rusinowski. For the complete Teal Report and more great Sharks content, go to sjsharks.com slash listen.